This episode of Business Connection is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Esser Hayes Insurance Group, serving the Naperville community by putting an expert in your corner since 1941. I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we'll meet with Bogolov Records, Good Health Pharmacy, but stay tuned for Be Sure Consulting, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a fascinating guest in studio. It's Detective Rich Wistocki of Be Sure Consulting. Rich, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. People may recognize your face because you're, you're well known as um, a great officer, a great cyber expert. Tell me about your background. I appreciate that. So I spent uh, 30 years in law enforcement. Uh, first two years with the, was the Village of Summit Police Department where I grew up. And then, quite frankly, I got tired of resting on my friends I grew up with. <laughs> so um, I started to test all over the place, and then I became a, a police officer in Naperville. And I uh, spent four and a half years in patrol. And then in uh, 1995, I went into juvenile investigations, where we would handle all the juvenile things that were going on, you know, thefts and burglaries and things like that. And then in 1997, we had a 13-year-old who was picked up by an internet predator from Tennessee. He picked her up, brought her to a hotel, raped her, mm. and uh, luckily didn't kill her and let her go back home. She told her parents what happened. They came to the police department, and uh, he met her on this thing called America Online. You ask kids mm -hmm. what America Online mm -hmm. is now, and they have no idea what that right, is. Yeah. That just goes to show you our age. So, um, so we didn't know what to do. So uh, my partner, Mike Sullivan, said, let's just do it like we do drugs, undercover. So we took over her account. Lo and behold, three, four months later, he came back and tried to do it again, but he met us. So Dave Dial, who was our chief back then, uh, he was a visionary, and he said, if there's a place where adults can meet children behind their parents' back, this is the future of child exploitation, and he created the uh, Internet Crimes Unit for the Naperville Police Department. So fast forward a little bit, we started doing predators and hunting down predators all the time, saving kids. And then our job uh, started to become teaching in schools. So we show kids how to be empowered not to be victims. We show parents how to watch their kids because their kid is their responsibility, not only with their food, clothing, shelter, and education, but they are also responsible for the technology. Then we were showing faculty what to do when a kid discloses in school. And then I go around and I teach law enforcement throughout the country how to investigate internet crime. So as we were making all these arrests and things like that, Naperville was known as the, the premier place where you would know how to, people relied on us to do their internet crimes. So there's something called an Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force by the Department of Justice. Uh, we were one of the founding members, and there are currently 61 ICACs throughout the United States, wow. and there's 5,000 people like myself. Wow. Yes. So, um, so as I'm teaching in schools, I started being asked to go teach in other schools outside Naperville. Well, Naperville wasn't going to pay for me to go and do that, so I created a company called BeSureConsulting.com. Uh, at Be Sure, the reason why I made it Be Sure, because I always found myself telling parents, no, you have to be sure they did this. You have to be sure. So I found myself saying this every day, so this was just a natural progression. So I started Be Sure Consulting, and I taught locally in other school districts and things like that. So um, 
I was asked last year to do a TEDx, a TED Talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, I only had 12 minutes, and as you well know, okay. my stuff is like two hours. Uh, so I, I was asked to do a TED Talk by Arthur Zards, and um, right before I went on stage, Arthur said, are you ready for this? And I'm like, what's the big deal? I do this all the time. He goes, you know there's 2,000 people out there. And I'm like, well, thanks, Arthur, for that. And he says, are you ready for your life to change? I'm like, what's the big deal? He goes, you have no idea what the power of TED is. So they released the TED Talk, and I was getting calls from all over the country to go teach in schools from California to Naples, Florida, to Arizona, to everywhere. And I was hardly at Naperville Police Department. So um, my bosses, who I was in SWAT for 22 years, all my bosses were my SWAT brothers, and they're like, do you know you're only at work two to three days a week? Do you have cases due? I said, hey, my cases are done, you know? And they're like, you really think it need to think about replacing you? And you need to be, start training someone. So I said, okay, so I trained someone and, and I had to retire because I had so much need from schools to teach your parents and the kids. That's what I did. So I retired uh, last year in February. And uh, now it gives me the ability to create. So Rich, you've done wonderful training and, and people I know in the community have been so responsive and excited and, and, and thank you for educating us. Thank you. Now you have also uh, discovered or created something new called CyberParenting101.com. Yes. So tell me how that got going. So CyberParenting-101.com uh, was a, an idea that I had when, when a, a dad had called me from Los Angeles uh, earlier this year. Uh, he said that he wanted me to make him a cyber certified parent. And I'm like, tell me what happened. He goes, well, I have an eight-year-old daughter, and um, his, her mother is her best friend, and lets her have Snapchat, Instagram, and you're not even supposed to be on it until you're 13. So when I have daddy time with my eight-year-old daughter, I don't let her be on any of that stuff. Well, she complains to my ex-wife, her mother, and because my daughter thought I was being abusive, they took me back to court. And I'm like, what happened when you went to court? He says, well, my ex-wife wanted to shorten my visitation with my daughter because I don't let her talk to her online friends, right? So when she proposed what she wanted to do to the judge, the judge laughed at her and said, both of you parents, don't come back to my courtroom until you become, have 12 hours of cyber parenting training. The judge, in his infinite wisdom, knows that that doesn't exist just to get him out of the courtroom. But when this dad told me that, I was like, oh my God. Through my career, I've seen parents, when they go through divorce, one parent is the cool parent, mm -hmm. one parent is the jerk parent that puts all the rules. And they use kids and their technology against them. And who does it hurt? It actually hurts the kid. If the parents are not on the same page when it comes to technology, the kid will use that parent against the other. So I decided to create cyberparenting-101.com. So I thought of Netflix. And so what I, what I did was I took, I went into studio and I took the two and a half hours of my training that I do for parents <laughs> and drugs and vaping. Mm -hmm. And I cut them up into 10 to 15 minute segments with quizzes. So you just watch, you're gonna watch it on any device. You can, when you stop in the middle of it, you can pick up where you left off, just like Netflix. And then you take these little short quizzes. And at the end, when you've taken, seen all the videos, you take a final test, and then you get a certificate. So as I'm, as I'm thinking about this, this would be great for juvenile court. So now I'm contacting all the counties in juvenile and family law. 
So now I'm meeting with the bar associations in, in every county and showing them what this does. So then I was asked to do a presentation by DCFS. And I just so happened to mention, hey, we just released this new thing. And they're like, you're kidding me. And we are redoing our social network training. So we would like you to present this. So I presented it, and they absolutely loved it. So now what we're in negotiations with right now is that if you want to be a foster parent, you have to take Cyber Parenting-101 and get your certificate so you know how to handle the kids that are under your purview in technology. That's awesome. I think, I think it's good for any parent. I mean, whether you're in a, a, a tough situation. Absolutely. Every parent, I think, needs to understand it because the kids are always five or ten years ahead of us on yes, technology. No matter, yeah, you know, with all the apps and all the games and, and all that stuff. So, we, we, we really parents need to be empowered again because the biggest thing, especially for my TED talk, is that there's no such thing as privacy for children. The frontal cortex of their brains, their decision-making brain, are not developed enough to handle what goes on on social networks. So. Simple things as when you allow your child to have a social network and they're like in fourth and fifth grade. Like when I teach in these schools, uh, the kids are eight, nine, ten years old, right? So this is just a little portion of what we have in Cyber Parenting 101. So I show the parent, I said, okay, you allowed your kid to have the Snapchat at eight or nine years old because my kid would never do that, right? So what the, what the kid says is then when they go and make their account, they have to put their date of birth in. Well, they have to be 13, right? But let's face it, our kids are not the best mathematicians in the world. So they're like, okay, if I'm born in 2011, how old do I have to be? Oh, heck, I'm just gonna round up to 2000. So I ask kids that I teach, how many of you rounded up to 2000? They all raise their hand. So how old are they? 19, 20. So you have eight-year-olds posing are, as 19-year-olds. Who do you think is gonna talk to them? Adults. Adults. Who do you think is going to ask them for pictures and videos? Adults. Who do you think is going to try to get pictures and videos from them and talk to them? Adults. What parents don't realize because my kid would never do that. So what Cyber Parenting 101 does is that we put them in a situation and we show them exactly what kids are doing now so they can prevent and be smarter than the kid. And this is why we need to monitor. This is why I need to check your, your messages or your videos or where you're hiding pictures in vaults and things like that. Rich, you are helping us in a very tough situation of, yes. of, of cyber intelligence that we never thought of as parents that so we would ever be here and having to protect our kids from somebody we can't see. Right. So I thank you very much for what you're doing. We're you're super excited welcome. for Cyber Parenting. Dash 101.com. Right. That's the next best thing from you. You're always thinking ahead for us. So thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. We'll be right back with more business connections. Stay tuned. NCTV17.com is the best place for you to stay up to date on your neighborhood happenings. Get your local news and sports all on the go by signing up for our daily news update. Naperville Community Television keeping you informed. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a fascinating guest in studio today. It's Philip Bogolo. He's the owner of Bogolo Records. Welcome, Phil. Hi, thank you for having me. 
You're welcome. I'm so excited to meet you because I haven't had a lot of record companies here or recording artists or rock stars. So tell me, <laughs> tell me what got you all started in this? Well, when I was younger, I wanted to be a rock star. That's awesome. And uh, I, I started a few bands, wrote some original material, and I played live. I made yeah, not very much money, but I had a blast. Awesome. So before I started going to wanting to go to New York and travel the world, mm -hmm. I thought it'd be a good idea to play this for my parents. So I invited them to a live concert, and then I also played them some original material. And my mom looked at me, and she goes, you know what, you got the gift. But you, you might want to think about getting a piece of paper. And I'm like, what is a piece of paper? And as you already figured out, something. Certificate, something. a degree, something to cover it. Just in, And she, she reassured me, she looks, she goes, not that you're not going to be a rock star. But just in case it takes longer, it doesn't work out. You know, you're young, you don't know. She didn't say that, but that's yep. what she meant. Smart woman. Yes, she was, but it's all my mom's fault anyway, no matter what goes. You <laughs> always blame it on your parents, right? Especially your mother. So um, what happened is I went and got a degree, got my engineering degree wow. and an MBA, and I was in the corporate world for many years. Fast forward, I got married and had kids. Fast forward to now, I became an empty nester a few years ago. Yes. So <laughs> I actually had kind of a... Uh, something that happened to me that I looked, okay, maybe I can want to go back into the music. And I had a discussion with my wife, and we talked about it, and the opportunity came up, and things happened. So the passion for and love that I have for my music comes out more in the visual arts, because I didn't know where to go with the music. Right. Uh, so what I do is I create music for movie soundtracks, movie trailers, podcasts, and commercials. Wow, that's awesome. So that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of different areas, um, and it can be something really short or something really long. Who, who writes, plays, and creates all this? I do. You do? Yes. So I, I play all the instruments. Wow. Uh, I had an old six-string guitar and a piano from a million years ago. So now that you're mentioning this, I, I had all the stuff ready, but I started in 2016, but I didn't have a lot of compositions completed. Right. So I had to buy all new equipment, buy drums, electronic drums, a Mac computer, which was a slight learning curve, <laughs> with all the analog to digital. And then I had to have really completed good music. Sure. So I had a bucket over here that I've created that was uh, hundred, over 130 compositions that I've completed right here. And then I have bonus material here that is extra that you, the customer, I can offer. It's not a full composition, but different sounds and different things that I'm like, oh, I like that. Because when you have an idea, you want to record it. You don't, you always put the record button on because once that idea is gone, it's gone forever. So that kind of fits in the bonus area. And for example, I have a new customer right now that I might be writing something for, and I played her the full compositions, and I played her some bonus material, and while I'm playing the full composition, she's like, stop. It's like, what? I like that part right there. I'm like, you do? It's like, yeah, just take that. So I had to extrapolate it put that in and create a song for it. Well, and I think, I think that's awesome. I think you hit on something. I think music is very personal, and, and it, it helps us have the emotion. And so as a producer, when I'm choosing my music, my music is very deliberate, because I want you to have the same feeling at that moment that I have, right. which is what you do, which is you have to connect with that person. You have to connect with me. If you're writing music for NCTV, you have to connect with my feeling for this particular thing, which I think is such a gift and so unique. I imagine that's one of the reasons that you stand up apart from the online stuff. Well, I can touch you. And yeah, and, you. and that's, that's the thing with customer service. And you, you also hit on a good point. You're creating a relationship with right. all the things with music. Because I used to travel the world and I did things in my, own, in my engineering job. I made connections and created these little, I'll say families, but little 
relationships with sure. people. So it makes a difference. So if you're coming to me, you want something that's going to, a friend of mine calls it, blowing it up. You right. want it to light up, like you said, right. something for NC17. You want NCTV17. You want sure. it to actually blow up and make it really good. So you're calling me. If you, The online stuff is fine. If that's what works, you, everybody's within a budget. But if you have something that's a movie or a soundtrack or a podcast or something that you want extra for it, and you're taking the time to call me, there's no instant messaging and emailing and texting from me. Maybe for an update. But in general, I want to meet you for a cup of coffee. If it's local, if it's overseas or whatever, I want to have via FaceTime. It's got to be that personal touch that's going on. That creates, that, that, that integration creates that whole thing of the video and the visual arts and the music putting it together. Well, I think I think the world is very visual and very audio these days. Yes. And that's why podcasts are so successful because now we 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 can listen to it. We don't necessarily have to see it, but now we listen to it and that's where music is a big part of that too. So I think it just brings the whole world together for us a little bit more and puts the emphasis on music again. Right. We, we had gone to all these online stores of music, and I think they're great for certain things, but when it has to be special, it needs to be original, which is what you're all about. And, and to, to go on to that, I have a podcast that I have mm -hmm. on something called Positive Aphorisms and Bogle of Records radio show. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so uh, my podcast comes from, it's called Agenoi, and it's a word that I made up. So <laughs> what you're going to look at, what I've been writing, I've been writing a musical called Agenoi for a few years. and. Out of that, I started writing other words and other ideas and different philosophical and different statements and stuff. And from that, I started writing storylines on like a Word document. I'm reading and I'm like, these are cool stories because they're life experiences. Mm -hmm. So I made up the name Agenoi because it depends on what you're going to get out of it. And what I have, it, it's on my website. You can actually play the podcast on iTunes too. Um, and you can actually play them and hear the stories that I've learned from different experiences that made me who I am today. Uh, so they're all about positivity, and everything in the world for me is positivity, positive attitude, positive people, positive things, situations. I know there's a lot of negative, but from my point of view, if you surround yourself with positivity, everything is going to come from positivity, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. The other thing is uh, positive aphorisms. Aphorism is just a fancy word meaning a philosophical or a cool statement like, oh, I got a lucky penny, have a great day. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm creating videos, they're very short videos, and it has either imagery, video, and my music on it, and it has a positive written statement on it to capture you. Because everybody wants something really fast, because I, I want somebody to wake up in the morning and go, Pots positive, 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 to start your day. I don't like starting in a negative way, so just keep away from that. And the Bogle Love Records radio show came to being out of reviews, which drove me nuts a little bit uh, when the corporate sector, because you know you have a review, you used to fill it out in the paperwork, you used to send it in, and nobody looks at it. You know you're just, t it's, going, it's going into nowhere, it's going into air somewhere. So what I came up with the idea of Bogle Records Radio is I interview you, assuming you had a great experience with me, and you say, oh, Phil's done a great job, come over here, and I'm also going to ask you, what can I do to improve? Because we can always improve, never stop improving. And then I want you to focus in on your company, <clears throat> excuse me, and what you've done in your life to where it comes to, whether you're the owner of the company or not, or you work for somebody, how did you come to doing video? How did you come to why, you, why you're calling me? What inspired you? Because then I can put that on my website and everybody benefits because, again, it's going back to creating a little relationship right. that makes a difference with everybody. That's awesome. That's a wonderful idea. Thank you. 
it comes with all that creativity of yours. Yes. <laughs> but I think you're also doing something super cool is that you're, you're giving back. Talk to me a little bit about how you're giving back. Well, one of the things I'm doing is I, I, I created an idea because I love music and how it makes a difference in how you visually see something. Um, so what I came up with is a mission statement. And the mission statement is empowering others, empowers ourselves. Example is what we're doing right here. You're empowering me to understand, to communicate what I'm doing and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And somebody watching this video right now, they might not even have any interest in buying music, but I empowered them to say, you can never be too old or too late to do your dreams and take care of what you want to do and, and follow your dreams. So that's where that, that whole idea of making a difference with that is a mission statement. The add-on to it is every single song that's produced, whatever, podcasts, movie trailers, soundtracks, whatever it is, 5% of that will go to a charity of my choice. Wow. Because awesome. I want to give back. I'm making a difference in the relationship I'm creating, but I also want to make a difference in my community and the world. Wow, that's awesome. That's very generous. Thank you. That's very generous. And I, th I just think, you know, it's, it, there's been so many things that have given, been given to me, not just through family and friends, but with meeting people and understanding better of who I am. And it's Yes, everybody can make a living, and then again, this is from my point of view, giving back is something just unnatural for me, because I wouldn't be where I'm at in my life right now if I didn't have all the experiences that I had with all the people I've always met. That's awesome. Well, I think you're giving back a lot to to everyone with Bogolove Records because you're giving us an opportunity to add music into our visual lives. And I think that's awesome. Thank you for stopping by. Absolutely. Thank you for helping and making a difference in your world. And thank hopefully, you. Thank you. And we're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a wonderful guest in studio today. It's Yemi, and she's the CEO of Good Health Pharmacy. Welcome. Thank you, Liz. So tell me a little bit about your background and about Good Health Pharmacy. Um, my name is Yemi, and um, I've been part of the Naperville community for the past 10 years. I come from Pennsylvania, where I worked at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and I worked at Rite Aid Pharmacy. I don't know if a lot of people are familiar mm -hmm. with Rite Aid and CVS Pharmacy. Uh, I have been a pharmacist for the past 20 years with a degree in pharmacy as well as an MBA, which puts me in a good position to look at the business perspective as well as that. Now we founded Good Health Pharmacy in 2015. When I say we, my husband and I decided that, you know, I told him, based on what I've been telling him over the years, that pharmacy should be practiced in a personal way. And we decided that I was going to practice pharmacy the way I learned it, the way it should be practiced, and the way would, the customers would love it. Tell me where you're located. Yeah, we're located right now at the intersection of 59, Route 59 and um, 103rd. Mm -hmm. uh, but we started at Springbrook Square, Route 59 and 83rd Street. We decided to expand because the place has a drive-through. And so we also wanted to give the option of a drive-through to the patients. Now, Good Health Pharmacy brings to the table a lot of value. We provide personalized services the good old-fashioned way. We believe your druggist, I still like the word druggist, we believe your druggist should be part of your life because we're the last 
point of contact with you before you go home with your medications. We want to be the, the friends and the pharmacists that you need. And we bring that value to the table by offering you free delivery. We package your medications. If, it's, if you have multiple medications, we don't believe you need to struggle with it. We can provide you customized packaging. They're in blisters, you pop it out, morning, afternoon, evening. And for the most part, we do not like to charge for those packaging. It takes our time, but it's part of the value we bring to the table. We offer immunizations, and like I said, we open the door wanting to show people how pharmacy should be practiced. Not only that, we have the best ambience of any pharmacy around. We, we pride ourselves on being the health mart pharmacy that feels like home. Mm -hmm. It really does feel like home from our restroom to the seats and all, all that. You can charge your phone while sitting down. Yeah. You can use a restroom and read magazines like you're at home in your restrooms. Mm -hmm. You know, I know those things may not seem important, but when you're traveling and you have to stop at a gas station, you will know the importance of those things. And we pride ourselves on trying to take care of you and everything you need. Good Health Pharmacy also tries to give you access to the pharmacist. We, we pride ourselves also on the fact that we provide unprecedented access to the pharmacist, even during holiday periods. So you do have an after-hour line with which you contact the pharmacist, and usually we respond to you within a short while. What made you really want to practice pharmacy? I love people. Mm -hmm. and. Someone like me who loves people, I grew up in a family of five people, four girls and a boy, mm -hmm. and so I'm used to people. I really, it, it makes my day when I have people around me. And one, one thing that I brought to, you know, I designed with good health is that I don't like people being unhappy. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that when people are ill, naturally they're not going to be mm -hmm. happy. So we believe a little in retail therapy in mm -hmm. good health. Mm -hmm. So I tell my friends, you know, I said, you get well. I want you to get well, but you don't stop coming because you go well, because we want to be friends with you. The first time you come, you're a patient or customer. Second time, you're my friend, and you're the friend of every staff at the pharmacy. And so because of that, we put, a re it's a real small boutique in the pharmacy mm -hmm. so that our friends can still come to the pharmacy and talk to us. And believe it or not, we're not just into pharmacy practice. We address the concerns and worries of our patients on their medications, on anything they ask us. If we don't know, we research it. If we know, you know we tell you. And we do have patients throughout Chicagoland, even though we're based in Naperville. We have patients as far as Northbrook and Winnetka, and people tell each other, you can go to this pharmacy. She's going to take care of you. you I get texts as early as 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. and as late as 11 p.m. because my customers are given direct access, unprecedented access to me. My friends ask me, how do you release your cell phone like this? Won't they abuse it? No. My customers and my friends, they don't abuse it. They want me to have rest. They tell me, Yemi, you need some vacation. You need this and that. So that's how, that's some of the value we bring to bear. We also offer immunization services. We can come and do it at home if you want us to. And we do do that at home, especially when you have a 10, 11 year old that has a white coat syndrome. 
the Waiko syndrome is some, some children, as soon as they approach, you know, even adults, as soon as they approach the doctor's office, their blood pressure goes up, everything goes up. We don't want that. So if you have up to four people that need immunization at home, just give good, good, give good health pharmacy a call. We'll come over, we'll do it for you. We also offer concierge services. Concierge is when we treat you like almost you're like in a hotel. You can, you can be on, on a boat or anything, you know, in the United States. Tell us where you are. I mean, in this Chicago land, we'll get it to you. We want you to enjoy your life. We don't want you to stress over your medicine when you're ill. We appreciate your privacy. We encourage you to come because we're going to respect your privacy, give you all the value you want, give you the immunization, package your parents or your medications. We're going to be with you throughout the process and afterwards. I have patients that have moved to Texas and you know how people move in Naperville. Mm -hmm. They're still in touch with me. And if you go on our Facebook page, you can see the reviews of some of our patients that took the time to write reviews. They have access to the pharmacist. It's personalized care the way pharmacy used to be. We have opened just for one person before. We will do it again if you need the med and we're in town. We live in the town. We are members of this community. We have property in the town and we're in the pavilions too. So we love our patients and they know we love them. Well, and I can see why. And you are providing such a valuable service mm -hmm. and by opening good health and showing us how pharmacy should be practiced. And I yes. love that word, it should be practiced. Yes. You're, you're a medical doctor. We're taking meds. It's a medical thing. Yeah. So I cannot thank you enough for stopping by and sharing a little bit about what you do and, and your idea and your wonderful store called Good Health. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Liz. We're going to be right back with more Business Connection. Stay tuned. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, contact NCTV17 at 630-355-2124. I'm Liz Spencer and thank you for watching Business Connection.